Are you an entrepreneur, industry expert, or influencer? Did you know that speaking is one of the highest paying professions in the world? Download my free PDF checklist now and you can learn how you can become a highly paid speaker. Go to jamieabbott.com forward slash speaker guide. Hello and welcome to Pitch Perfect, the podcast where we shine a spotlight on the power of effective communication, strategic business thinking, and the spirit of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Jamie Abbott. I've spent years mastering the art of public speaking and public relations, weathered the storm in the business world, and have emerged not only surviving, but thriving in the face of challenges. And now I'm here to share my insights and experiences with you, whether you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, a marketing professional wanting to sharpen your skills, or simply someone who wants to become a better communicator, this podcast is for you. So buckle up and join me on this journey. Let's learn, grow, and conquer the world of public speaking, public relations, marketing, and business strategy together. Welcome to Pitch Perfect. Well, my guest today is Erin Davis and straight out of high school, Erin jumped straight into her accounting career, grinding her way up the corporate ladder for 26 years in one firm. Dedicated, I know 26 years these days is unheard of. Even though Erin's accounting and advisory skills were top-notch skills, Erin battled with self-doubt in what was mostly a male-dominated industry. For years, Erin was loved by management team and clients, though she wasn't able to see or acknowledge the impact she was making every day. Juggling motherhood brought a new level of self-imposed guilt, expectation, and exhaustion. And Erin is a mom of three teenagers. So to Erin, the idea of being successful meant having to do all the things. Though the reality was she was left feeling unfulfilled, emotionally depleted, and like she was just failing at everything. Can relate to that. The turning point came when Erin decided something needed to change and fast. So Erin experienced her own life-changing breakthrough, and for the first time, she acknowledged her contribution felt calm and believed in herself. Since then, Erin has switched jobs, started trail running, and has even completed two ultra trail 50 kilometer marathons. And now Erin exudes confidence and is passionate about inspiring other women to feel the same. Erin Davis, welcome to Pitch Perfect. Thank you. Thank wow. you. So much in that. So I guess I'll just start off by saying, what is it you do? Like, you know, you, you want to help people having gone through that experience that I just described. What is it that you do is, you know, you are a coach. And so who are your people and what do you help them do? So I, as, as you said, I'm an accountant. So I love being in that financial space. The women that I want to help, are, I want to help them build their financial confidence because I know when you build your financial confidence, that means understanding what your financial statements mean, um, being up to date with things, and just, just having that whole confidence around understanding the numbers because I know for a lot of women that feels like it's, they just don't get it. They just don't understand it. It's all too hard and scary. So I really want to 
connect with those women and build their confidence, build their confidence around that financial aspect, but then also their personal confidence. Because when you have the personal confidence, you can then make the decisions, you can step out, you can be sure of yourself and not hesitate and not be not be worried about being judged by the decisions that you make. So I think that the financial confidence, building the financial confidence comes with building your personal confidence as well. Yeah, I love that. And so why do you think though that women generally are prone to not having financial confidence? Why is that? I think we just are, we have this huge amount of self-doubt and the whole saying of fake it till you make it is very, very prevalent across everything. And I think we just think that we should know all of this stuff. And traditionally, it has been a very male-dominated space. The men have tended to look after this, like as you're growing up, that type of thing. So a lot of women just don't have the knowledge. They don't have the understanding. They don't have the confidence to then ask the questions. And I know that women, a lot of women do have those, but the women that I see in my accounting space, they just don't understand it. They they don't know what they're looking at. They are great at their business. They thrive in that space. But when it comes to the numbers, they're just like, ah, I got no idea what's going on and I just don't get it. So being able to explain and break it down just then gives them the confidence to know what it is that, it, that they're looking at. What do you think they get stuck on? Is it sort of they don't know what they're looking for or they focus too much? I know as a business owner, I used to focus so much on the income rather than the expenses. Yeah, <laughs> and you, know, yeah. you, could, you could be earning a million dollars a year, but if you're spending $1.1 million a year, it's not really a million dollar profitable business. So no. where do you think they kind of have a lot of the unknowns? I think it, it, a lot of it comes from the social media space that, you know, people are talking about these million dollar launches or million dollar businesses. They think that they need to be in that space. Um, you know, comparing yourself to other people is just huge because it's really hard to stay in your own lane and focus on your own thing. So we're comparing ourselves to everything out, that's out there. And when people, I suppose million dollars means different things to different people. It's um, like Kate Toon's book, Six Figures in School Hours, is six figures of what? Like six-figure six revenue, six-figure profit. You know, it, it all means different things. And I think we get caught up in the, well, that's what they're doing or that's what they have, and we, we don't really know what we should have. That's so I think so it's true. a lot of the comparisons. Yeah, I mean, gosh, comparison syndrome, whatever the term for it is, is so real, especially in the course creator space. And I think you're right. People do really get hung up on that six-figure um, sort of term, don't they? I want to do six figures. And even myself, I'm about to do a launch. And uh, the time this goes to air, um, hopefully I would have just done a six-figure launch. But in my <laughs> head, that's one of my goals. And I wonder why. Do you think it's just because of what you said? Everyone's just branding that term around left, right, mm. and center. Yeah, and it's and it's really hard to stay in your own lane and focus on your own thing because we feel like we should be doing something else. You know, that word should brings a huge amount of expectation with it that we should step up and we should be doing this rather than doing what feels right and doing it within flow and in that feminine space we tend to stay in that masculine, you know, very linear, very linear 
um, very structured rather than in flow. And we get caught up in all of these things that we should be doing or we think we should be doing, but we really have no clue exactly what it is that we truly, really, truly deeply want. Yeah. I mean, when I saw your, um, so you're in PR club and you also are a paid to speak alumni. Um, and I had a look at your speaker bio today and there are so many meaty topics on there. Um, two in particular. So grow your business by doing less and navigating the corporate world as a working mom are ones that really sort of sparked my interest. How do you grow your business by doing less? Please explain that to me. <laughs> I think it all comes back to to reducing the overwhelm it comes back to how you reframe things it's automating systems it's understanding your numbers it's not feeling overwhelmed with all the things that you have to do and it's being in flow as I said before as females we tend to just go 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 and we keep pushing through and we don't listen to our bodies and we don't slow down because we have this expectation that we just have to keep going and we have to get it all done mm. so if you actually slow down prioritize what it is that you need um focus on those really big important things that you have to do and just enjoy it it takes away that heaviness. And when you're in amongst the heaviness, you really can't see any other way. You That's just who you are and that's how you be. But when you remove the heaviness and you're able to just show up and be present with what it is that you're doing, enjoy what you're doing, feel in flow, it may be still the same amount of work, but the energy that it brings with it and the way you feel about it totally changes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, managing in the corporate world as a mum of three kids, oh, um, yep. <laughs> I've got two kids and I've got my business and many other different hats and it's a struggle. Um, and you are filled with guilt all the time. Even before um, my other half sent me a photo of our two little boys, they're at home right now with him and I'm here in the office. Um, you know, how do you navigate whether you're running your business or in the corporate world? How do you navigate motherhood amongst all of that? Uh, for me, it was resolving the deep-seated issues of guilt that I had. And that is through the work that I do, is resolving those deep underlying self-beliefs that we have. Because when when I was at work, I felt like I should be at home. And then when I was at home, I felt like I should be at work. So I could never switch off from wherever I was. I needed to be in the other place. Mm. And being able to resolve my issues about how I felt about myself had changed, it changed everything. It, as I said, that heaviness that we feel because we're in amongst it, you just, you can't see a way out and you just think that this is every day. This is just what I have to do, but it's not, it, it actually doesn't have to be that way. If you don't want it to be, it's about resolving those deep underlying issues that you have or, um, in a way that you need to hear it because whatever you need to know, you already know. Yeah. But you need to hear it in a way that you need to hear it. And so what I know about guilt is totally different to what you know about guilt because you've got your own filters, your own expectations, your own um, experiences, which are totally different to mine. So I can't teach you how to stop feeling guilty. You have to learn yourself because you it's all about you it's not about me so it's about um tapping into that internal wisdom so you can hear exactly what it is that you need to hear 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, gosh, in the intro to talking about you switching jobs after 26 years, I can imagine that would have been a really hard decision. Um, mm-hmm. Is it something which you now look back on and think, oh, I should have done it years earlier? Because I mean, look at your life now and you see you, I follow you on social media and you're just out there, you know, competing in these marathons and doing park run every week. Um, is it something that you have regret over for not doing sooner or are you just kind of grateful that you did it in the end? I think there we all get to a place or a time when when the time is right to do it and we stay in doing something while it's uncomfortable until it gets to the point where it's too uncomfortable. Mm. So I think there was there was a, definitely a transition space there but for me it it had to be the right time. So those last 26 years were just brilliant. Like I have lifelong friends there. I have lifelong friends in clients and staff, and it was just a beautiful place to work. But I needed something different for me, but it wasn't until I was ready to accept that and was ready to change that I could step up and step out. And I think that's a process because you just, for me, I couldn't just go one day, yep, decision made. It was a process of making the decision. Mm, absolutely. Yes. Mm. Gosh, good on you. Do you <laughs> yeah. think that um, the headspace you're in now and helping others, do you think um, being by working out and really taking that time to just to have time for yourself and you can see your, I've, I've only been following you for a really short time, probably maybe 12 months. You can really see the difference in your own personal transformation. You know, you're just beaming with energy and happiness and you, it looks like you've gone through a bit of a self-discovery um, journey yourself. Do you, credit a lot of that to exercise like has that been a real key ingredient in in your mindset lately that definitely and I think it's been an evolution of growth it's probably the last five or six years for me has has been the evolution but for me it's really about connecting into what's important to me and making sure that I schedule that time and and I know I don't feel guilty about it because I've resolved those guilt issues. So I know that I can show up as my best self if I look after myself. And for me, that is walking, running, going to the beach. I love just hanging out at the beach and and walking. There's something just about being by the water. I I don't know what it is, but I love being there. Um, But yes, definitely the more I commit to my exercise, the better I feel and the, and the better relationships that I have with everybody. I'm able to show up so much better for myself, which then impacts everybody around me. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Just finally, what questions should we be asking our accountants? I know that's one of the things that you talk to a lot of women about. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. I just do whatever is asked of me and my accountant and trust the process. What questions should someone like me or any woman be asking of their accountant? I would be asking for monthly reports or monthly catch-ups. Um, that's a part of having your systems up to date as well. I would get them to teach you how to run those reports and how to analyze them. So looking at your average weekly sales or looking at your average weekly monthly, if you pay staff, what is your um, turnover, you know, your KPIs in relation to staff and, and sales, what are the variables? Um, also looking at the cash flow. So cash flow is very different to profit. Um, making sure that you understand, well, just because I 
have a million dollar profit doesn't mean I have a million dollars sitting in the bank. It's like, well, what did I actually do with the money? And I think that that is really crucial because a lot of people make this profit, but then they say, well, where's the money? Where's Mm. the, I don't have it. So I think getting clear and asking questions about, well, when is my tax due? What's coming up? What do I need to plan for? What's the budget? Um, How do I need to, where do I need to focus my cash flow? Does it need to go to debt reduction? Do I have a different purpose for that cash? Is it, you know, debt debt reduction is great if you don't want to um, use that cash for something else. Maybe you've got it lined up to do something, purchase something. So, you know, it's, it's all about just having the conversation and the connections, I think, with your accountant so they understand your business, understand you, and understand where you're not understanding, if that yeah. makes sense. Understand yeah, yeah, no. So it's, I was just I writing it's that really down. Just, I think <laughs> yeah. it's really the conversations. It, it's getting to know. It's it more than just having, here's my tax once a year. You need to have the conversation. It's about connecting. For me, everything is about connection. It's about understanding what it is that you want, what's important to you, making sure that you're communicating that because I can give you a whole heap of reports, but if that means nothing to you and you don't care about it, then that just wastes your money. I would much rather have a conversation. Well, what is it that you're looking for? What information do you need? And that all comes through the conversation. Once you have the conversation, then you can... um, tailor that solution I suppose to whatever it is that you're looking for yeah I love that gosh thank you so much I know you clearly have so much value to offer women (laughs) out there and uh, it's great following you it's great having you in my world and I know you're just one of those people that soaks up all this professional development and you know you practice what you preach you're just continually evolving I know you're in Tina Towers program with me now as well um, and and other programs you've invested in and we had a photo shoot the other day club member which is always reinvigorating for your brand and business and just you know mentality um so it's great to kind of be walking alongside you in our businesses and thank you so much for coming on today erin thank you thank you for having me i just yeah really want to connect with women and show you that there is a different way to be if that's what you want and when you resolve your self-confidence issues and the self-doubt the opportunities are just endless Thanks for listening to Pitch Perfect. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share it to social media. If you'd like to download my free paid speaking resources, go to jamieabbott.com.